The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Time to go to the United States to Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas. And Cal, I believe you were very taken with the speech made by a member of the British royal family, or maybe he's now a former member, uh, to the United Nations to mark Mandela Day. Let's hear a little bit of uh, Harry Windsor's speech. This has been a painful year in a painful decade. We're living through a pandemic that continues to ravage communities in every corner of the globe. Climate change wreaking havoc on our planet, with the most vulnerable suffering most of all. The few weaponizing lies and disinformation at the expense of the many. And from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States, we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom, the cause of Mandela's life. So, Carl Thomas, why are you taken with that speech? Well, I think he ought to go home and uh, repair his own country, Matt. Uh, I think it's, uh, first of all, the good, good taste of the delegates. The hall was practically empty when he made his speech, meaning that a lot of people didn't really want to hear him. I think he's way over his pay grade, along with his uh, gold-digging wife. I mean, he's, he's, he's been elevated now to the level of celebrity, which means you don't have to really stand for anything. You don't have to really uh, defend anything. Sorry, he's, sorry whole... Carl, he's standing for loads of things in that speech. He's defending loads yeah. of things that he thinks are yeah. the important political issues that the world needs to focus on. Yeah. Well, especially with the so-called climate change business, uh, newly found weather records show that the 1930s in the United States were far worse than the present for extreme weather. This according to the Journal of Applied Meteorology and Climatology. And this was before urbanization and greenhouse gases. And who is he to come over here and criticize our institutions, our Supreme Court, our Constitution, promoting abortion on demand and the rest? Uh, Most people uh, really don't care what he thinks, along with the Kardashians and a whole bunch of other celebrities. Uh, they do get big audiences, though, Marion McKeown, don't they? they, they what they say tends wow. to get listened to. Carl, I, I'm surprised to hear you sound so exercised about somebody. You very rarely get engaged in celebrity conversations, indeed, and I, I respect you for it. Uh, I don't think he's doing anything wrong whatsoever. And, you know, it's a little bit... I remember Dick Morris, in fact, on this show a long time ago, saying to me to go home because he didn't like what I was saying. That, to me, is the crudest. And I'm surprised that you, Cal, to tell somebody to go home because you don't agree with me. He has an American wife. He has children who are half American. He, you know, he has every right to be in the country and he has every right to make his opinion known, just as you and I and everybody else does. So I don't know what you're getting so bent out of shape about. I mean, you don't have to agree with him. But, I, you know, as you say yourself frequently, I, you don't have to agree with somebody to, to defend their right to say something. And, you know, that his, seems his children little... aren't half American, uh, Marion. They're fully American because they were born in the United States. Okay, uh, I so have he's as much got right American to criticize children, him. So... Why would he go home? <laughs> Leave his children. Yeah. What's, what's there for him? No, I really, I, I, I think that he has every right. You know, Cal, I mean, most people in the world are really concerned about climate change. Look around you. Look what's happening in America. Look what's happening in Europe at the moment. The fires everywhere, the heat. You know, I haven't seen the report you referred to, so I will I will look at it. So, I, you know, I, I, I haven't seen that. But it I'll seems it undeniable you. that climate, thank you. It seems undeniable that climate change is, is worsening. And also, he has a right. I mean, you know, America is rolling back rights for women who, 
who make up 51% of the country. Who knows, you know, will gay rights be next? We've already had Ted Cruz and Clarence Thomas and various other people coming out and saying we want to end gay marriage. He has a right to speak out. Why not? It's, it, you know, he's, it's Mandela Day. His mother was close to her. He was presumably invited. He didn't gay crash. So let him at it. I didn't say he didn't have the right, Mary, and he certainly has the right. I have the right to criticise him for what he said, and that's what I'm doing. A lot of listeners want to criticise you for your climate deni- change denial. Make, let me give you an example. The frequency of US heat waves has tripled since the 1960s. The average heat wave season has now increased by 45 days. We're having simultaneous heat waves happening all over the world. is something which used to happen before. Concurrent it depends, it, well, it depends on where you get your data. Some of this stuff is uh, shaped to uh, equate to a political policy by the left in this country, Matt. Uh, I'm just reading this thing from uh, the uh, Journal of Applied Meteorology and Climatology, which is a legitimate news source, and it says, and this great detail goes on for uh, about 57 pages, that uh, extreme weather in the United States was worse in the 1930s uh, in states like Minnesota, North Dakota, and the far north part of the United States than it is now. It's called summertime. We've always had fires and earthquakes and floods and heat and cold. In the 1970s, Newsweek magazine had a cover story warning about the coming ice age, and this was a fact because scientists said so. Well, it wasn't a coming ice age. Now they're saying the opposite trying to force more government regulations on everybody, force us into electric cars before we're ready. This is all about more control of, over our lives. Oh, Marion, do you want to respond to that? Uh, look, Cal, you know, whether you like it or not, and nobody does like it, climate change is here. Now, I think what you may be referencing was in the 30s, there was a big dust bowl, as it was called, mm. in the in the northwest of and no- northeast of America, where, where it, it, it was absolutely appalling. Uh, but that was a one off incident, really. You know, and, and so I think that the consistency, look at Florida, look where you live. Look, you know, I'm, I'm looking at I was in Arizona a couple of days ago. It was absolutely blistering there. I mean, it, you you know, in fact, the Arizona um, government, which is mainly Republican, their state government, is taking huge steps to try and conserve water. Now, there is no water left in the Colorado River. It, it, you know, over 80 million people rely on the Colorado River for their water sources. There are really big problems, Cal. And, you know, let's not even go to forest fires. Well, Mary, Look what's happening it's 85 in degrees here in Miami today and very, very pleasant. A normal summer day, very light winds, uh, partly cloudy, uh, it was about the same last year, as I recall, at the same time. So come on down. Oh, sorry, Cal, well, well, as Pat Waterford says, the 1930s, what you're referring to, was the Dust Bowl, a drought exacerbated by bad farming practices promoted yeah. by the US government. And well, there, are con- there are so many... It, it, you see what's happening over here in this part of the world, not in Ireland, but in continental Europe at present. There have been thousands of excess deaths brought on by the heat in Spain and Portugal in recent weeks. You have fires burning in the likes that we've never seen before in Britain at present, caused by the fact that the temperature has gone over 40 degrees, the highest ever recorded. There are statistically set out that the heat, lengthier heat waves taking place throughout the entire Northern Hemisphere, far more than ever recorded before. So anecdotal stuff about what you might remember from your childhood about having the occasional hot day does not tally with the facts as to what is actually happening now. 
0.7% is the rise in the Earth's temperature in the last several decades, Matt. And besides, governments imposing new regulations are not going to lower the temperature of the Earth. China and India are still the biggest polluters, but they're not going to do anything. And I wish you would tell me one government policy that is going to lower the atmospheric temperatures and the temperature of the Earth. There just aren't any. And again, why should we believe this when scientists were convinced in the 1970s that we were going to have an ice age and freeze to death? Completely opposite what they're saying now. But see, what will they be saying in 10 years? So you don't trust science? You know well, better, because your gut feeling knows better than the scientists, yeah. is it? Well, oh yeah, like, like Anthony Fauci. He said he was science, and we had to believe him. And yet he said initially that masks don't matter. He said initially, uh, you know, vaccinations, uh, well, you may not need them. And then he said just the opposite. Because so, the uh, science, because when they were dealing with COVID-19, <laughs> as they yeah. learned information, they adjusted yeah. on the basis right. of the new information that was been found. Yeah. And if, if right. he had come out at the very start and say, wear masks from day one, it would have been yeah. all conservatives and Republicans who yeah. would be the first to have got up and shot, well, don't you infringe well, on our civil liberties, which is what's Fauci, happened. Fauci, Fauci said later, he admitted he wasn't telling the truth because he wanted the medical workers, the frontline people to get the mask first, not the rest of us. Marion? Uh, th- that wasn't what he said, Cal. That That's really twisting his words. Uh, he never oh, yes. deliberately lied. As Matt said, um, he, you know, th- he did have a concern and it was understandable that health workers be prioritised uh, because they were dealing, they were on the fl- front line of all this. And if your health workers are getting sick and dying at the rate which they did, then who's going to take care of everybody else who gets sick? That was triage, pure and simple, and it made absolute sense. You know, Anthony Fauci, nobody had seen a pandemic like COVID, you know, in in, since the Spanish flu, the, the scientists were learning as they went along. And as they found new information, they channeled that information out. And Anthony Fauci was first and foremost in doing that, even when what he was saying was not popular. He conceded that they, things were changing and that this was, you know, on, on a case by like basically the, the science went from zero to, to 60 very, very quickly. And so the initial um, precautions that were being taken and the suggestions that were being made were proven to be wrong. And they immediately course corrected. That is not a fair example, and it's, it's, it's frankly not relevant, Cal. And in 10 years, when things have changed again, what will we be saying then? We need to obey the science 10 years from now, even though it is wrong today. This What's rush the alternative? To judgment, this rush to impose new regulations, new controls on individual freedom is something that is anathema to me. You say controls on individual if, freedom. I, one, sure. Two against one, one at a time. Sorry, no, you say about controls against individual freedom. Freedoms to do what you want, even though it's not for the good of other people or for future generations to come. Just do as I want, because it suits me. Well, that's what we're doing in America right now, aren't we? Uh, well, Joe we, Biden's uh, about know, to declare a climate emergency. That'll change things. Uh, yeah. It's not a co- the Biden administration wants to change the subject from its failed policies on gas prices, on inflation, and so many other things. So there's rumors now, reports, that he's going to declare a climate emergency. I'm not sure that's going to uh, get through with the courts, because there will be lawsuits against that, that he is acting extra-constitutionally. So we'll see what happens. But clearly, I think he wants to change the subject from his failed policies. But can see, Cal, maybe you're changing the subject. You're going on there about, you know, the predictions of cooling that this was, you saw in Time magazine in the 1970s. From Newsweek. the new scientist, 
A, a stu- survey of the scientific literature has found that between 1965 and 1979, 44 scientific papers predicted warming, 20 were neutral and just 7 predicted cooling. So while predictions of cooling got more media attention, the majority of scientists were predicting warming even then. And maybe the reason they didn't get the attention, Cal, is that every time when people tell you something you don't want to hear, they get shouted down. Well, I'm not shouting you down that. You have a perfect right to your opinion. I'm just giving you mine. The fact is that uh, the big government people are constantly looking new way- for new ways to tax, to regulate, and to control our lives. And that's what is happening in the United States. And I believe that this rush to judgment about so-called climate change is just more of the same. So-called climate change, rush to judge. You're making it sound like a giant conspiracy theory that there's all these mandarins in government who just want to sort of change people's life for the worse. They do. Oh, God. Marion? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, God, yeah. uh, Sorry, Cal, but, but really, yeah, I, know, I mean... Um, this, if, if I could speak, uh, what you've just said doesn't make sense. And, you know, you, you said not. earlier I mean, something... Cal, you earlier you said, you know, it's fine. It, it come down to Miami. Fair enough. It's 85 yeah. degrees and balmy there. But 100 million people in America at the moment are suffering terribly because of abnormal heat waves. There are cattle and livestock dying by their thousands in Oklahoma and Texas because of, of exceptional heat. There is drought over the whole of California, over Arizona. Over like, There's unprecedented drought. Rivers and lakes are emptying. So, Cal, you've got to look at this and, you know, as I say, look at the facts. Look at what's actually happening in America, and look Don't at what the scientists me, are saying. And I think I'm, I, get tired I think of being that. Lectured by you. Well, you know, Cal, I'm sorry. I'm just putting the, my side of the of the um, right. argument to you. I, well, I listen to you while you put yours. There's unsafe streets. There's shootings. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on that the administration is not addressing. I would say that was a greater, clear, and present danger. Well, I wouldn't actually, Cal, because I think if we have no climate, if, the, if things keep going the way they are, where are your grandchildren going to be? Where are their children going to be? I mean, this, this is happening fast. All right, look, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Marion McKeown, Cal Thomas, thank you both very much. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.